So, despite your best efforts, you find yourself in a presentation shootout. Bomber, some inside information coming up. The myths of selling to the government. If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, selling and marketing to the government for years, quite successfully, thank you. Now, here's Rick. The presentation shootout. That's when the government prospect declares that the selection committee has chosen its finalist and wants to see a final presentation from the finalist. Rats, you thought you were the only one, but you're not. We've earned our stripe selling to the government, partly because we found ourselves on both sides of the table. We've spent more than our share of time on the pitch side, working hard to help government agencies decide to do business with us. And we found ourselves on the catch side, working hard to help government agencies decide to do business with someone else. Now, that's not because we work hard for our competition. It's because we were hired by the government to help them make their buying decisions. It's a rather interesting place to be. Not too long ago, as catchers, we were asked to help a state agency choose a software vendor from a very competitive marketplace. We helped the selection committee narrow the finalists to four, and then we watched as the games began. The shootout day came. Each vendor was given an hour to show their stuff, they were all well prepared. They all knew what the customer's hot buttons were. They all knew who their competitors were. They all had strong solutions with strong feature sets. They all had a shot at winning the business. Shootout day was to be a game changer, a time for a vendor to stand out. So who stood out? See if you can decide. Vendor number one. One person showed up, a young fellow. Although we had told him who would be in the room, he asked everyone to introduce themselves. He had been told what they wanted to hear. But he sat down casually at a table instead of using the podium and asked a batch of questions that we had already answered. Then he went rapid fire through his presentation and demonstration, occasionally stopping for a question or two. He finished a bit ahead of time. And that was number one. A vendor, too, showed up with five representatives, two of them local. The presenter did a fine job connecting the dots between the customer's needs and the company's solution. His sales engineer was on hand driving the demo, for the most part keeping up with the fast pace of the presenter. All five of the company's representatives participated in the dialogue. That was two. Number three, an impressive presenter the president of her company. Her presentation was slick, and she showed not only a strong feature set, but new things in development that she thought would interest the customer. She dropped impressive names. That was three. Number four, he immediately established credibility by stating he had worked in the agency's profession of law enforcement. He answered rather quickly on his feet when challenged, why did you stop being a cop? Were you indicted? The crusty major asked with a smirk. No, I left to follow my true love to another state, the presenter answered. Even the major was a bit touched. The presentation was smooth and genuine, 
Although the customer interface wasn't real cool, his demo showed a feature-rich solution. Now, which of these four stood out? Think about it a bit. Number one asked good questions, and you know how we love questions. He was proficient at his presentation and demo. And number two came in force and showed a good understanding of the customer. Number three demonstrated strong commitment by the president and a good product roadmap. Number four really connected to the audience. Which one won? Not a simple selection, is it? Can't decide? Well, and neither could the customer. After the last vendor left, the customer team said all presentations were good, but none of them stood out. They said they saw very little that would help them make their decision. Now, fortunately, they had a good consultant to help them figure it out. You see, it's tough to stand out in a vendor shootout. Almost impossible. Your best bet is to make your prospects love you so much they won't find a shootout necessary. Yes, this is possible. Listen to the rest of the podcast episodes, read our book, or read our blog post. If you find yourself in a shootout, you best not count on standing out. At the same time, you best not blow it. Or you'll find yourself standing out in a way you hadn't hoped. Even if a good presentation doesn't win a sale, a bad one can certainly lose one. Now, here are some lessons from each of the presentations. Vendor number one. Even though the presenter's questions had already been answered ahead of time, the customers were impressed. They didn't tell him anything he didn't already know, but they liked being asked. It made them more confident that what was to follow would address their needs. And quite frankly, they liked his casual nature. Vendor number two. Despite having an excellent presenter, the breakdown in communications between the presenter and the engineer driving the demo cost them. The customers noticed and complained about it to us and the other committee members, not to the vendor. They said the presentation was confusing, made worse by the fact that several of the company representatives started talking at once. It was pretty ugly. We're pretty sure they were trying to help out their struggling colleague in the front of the room, but they didn't. If you're going in as a team for a presentation, make sure everyone knows their role in advance. And whoever is in front of the room should keep control of the presentation. If you don't trust him or her to steer, don't give him or her the wheel. And during the presentation, non-presenting team members should show support for the presenter. Give the guy up front a discreet, encouraging smile or thumbs up. And if he gets a frog in his throat, get him some water. Okay, this is a sensitive subject. And speaking of frogs, I'm getting one just thinking about it. So I went through a grueling all-day Sunday pre-presentation session once where seven people spent the day telling me what they wanted me to say rather than listening to what I had planned to say, which had they listened would have known that my plans were very similar to what they would harp on. We should have spent that time rehearsing. Now that afternoon during the presentation, I got a frog in my throat and was hoarse. I needed a drink of water. I thought one of my seven colleagues would notice and come to my rescue. 
I did everything I could, just short of stopping the presentation and asking one of them to fetch me some water. My colleagues missed every clue. Now I worked through it, and the presentation was well received. However, I'm still touchy about the whole ordeal, as you can tell. Folks, if you're in the back of the room, do the guy in the front of the room a favor and show him some support. Heck, do it for yourself. The better he looks up front, the better you look. Okay, vent over. Now, number three. Bringing out the big guns can be a winning strategy if deployed at the right time. On one hand, it illustrates commitment to the customer at the highest levels of the organization. On the other hand, depending on what is being sold, relying on the company president to deliver the bulk of the presentation may raise questions as to whether the company is sizable enough to really meet customer needs. And that certainly was one of the questions when we were meeting after the presentations. Vendor number four, he did a fine job. But remember, his solution didn't seem user-friendly. And I don't care what kind of presenter you are. These days, if the user experience appears weak, the presentation is weak. Now, not much he could have done about that. However, because he established a rapport with the audience, the private customer postmortem was kind to him. He didn't get the order, though. We use this example to let you behind the scenes of a presentation shootout and to let you know you can do a good job, even a great job, but don't count on the presentation winning you the contract. Now, don't blow it, but do the work throughout the sales cycle. No more, really no what pain you're trying to relieve and what the hot buttons are of the individuals involved in the selection. Do the pain map we talked about in the last episode. Oh, and listen again to the Freebird episode. Some of you, shame on you, skipped over it. Find out how to really structure an effective presentation. Now this stuff isn't easy, but we figured it out and so can you. Now I need a drink of water. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold.